I'm gonna hang by the bar. Put out the vibe. Love the place. Love your vibe. You can vibe? Oh, I like it. In summing up, it's the vibe and, uh, no, that's it. It's the vibe. You're now listening to Welcome to the first official edition of our Artist Spotlight podcast. This series will be conversations focused on providing the opportunity to get to know the human behind the moniker of the music we are releasing by giving the artist an opportunity to discuss their history, inspiration, and lessons learned in the creation of their music. It also provides an opportunity to preview their forthcoming music for the label, as well as any other projects they wish to share. My guest today is the very talented Remnant.exe, who has a two-track single releasing on Vibe Digital on September 24th. We preview and discuss these tracks, as well as his collaboration with Dead Crow and more. Thank you for listening, and as always, keep it vibe, keep it locked. You're now listening to Vibe Digital. Cool, so uh, I was looking back at uh, our first conversation on Discord which actually happens to be almost exactly uh, a year ago. It was like August 18th or something like that is when you first reached out to me. And uh, you hit me up saying you know, that you were interested in trying to build yourself up more as an artist. And at that time, you had under 200 followers. And now a year later, you got close to 2,000 followers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, I think that's, that's pretty cool. You were, um, you know, you were worried that you know, your style was maybe a little too eclectic to fit into the wave scene, but you were like really feeling, you know, that kind of sound. But I think maybe in the end that might have ended up serving you well, because when I listen to a remnant tune, um, you know, it really sounds like a remnant tune. I can tell that to you. If I hear it in a mix, I'm like, I know that that's remnant, you know, and I think that's a really important quality. Yeah, what, yeah. I, go ahead. No. Oh, I was, I was just sort of going to agree with that because... For a while, I was just sort of questioning. Um, I mean, listening to a lot of other stuff in the wave scene, I felt uh, for a while pretty uh, kind of inadequate about my my skills and my style and everything. And I was like, you know, like these people, they're uh, a lot of people like what I'm doing, but like I don't feel like I'm like really fitting in. But mm-hmm. that has totally changed in the past past year now because i feel like uh, i've sort of carved out a real sound for myself right when you had first reached out like i said you were you know you only had 100 and something followers you were like i feel like my music deserves more than 100 plays and now that your now your tracks are getting like easily over 10k some some over 20,000 plays most of the time um would you say that is there anything you can identify that's kind of changed for you since like since last august or is it just that you've kind of just been kept kept pushing kept like defining your sound and it kind of just caught or yeah it's really been uh confidence Mm. for a while um it's sort of like that period before you really have people listening to your music it's like oh i'm gonna try this thing is it gonna take off is it gonna stick uh, or is it gonna flop and uh, I think the last, the first song that really sort of took off was Tremors because mm. it got 
featured in uh, Poet's Stream. Right. And I remember making that song and I was like, you know, this is totally out of the box, like weird, like synth wave, cyberpunk, hard trap. Uh, I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just going to release it and see what happens. And right. People totally liked it. And I was just like, okay, well, maybe if I just like keep making like weird, crazy stuff, it's just going to work. And mm-hmm. I've just sort of been doing that ever since. Yeah, I was I was looking back to what music had come out around it around a year ago, and you have one track that's like got like seven hundred plays on it still, and then Tremors comes out, and that's at like twenty five. It just kind of like <laughs> that yeah. was like a, a definitely a, a turning point <laughs> in the sound. Um, yeah, your you know your your music really has really great progressions. It really evolves um, over the course of it, and there's definitely some like defining sounds that I could tell like. That's always really good sign to me as an artist when I listen to it, and I know like, oh, this sounds like I can tell this is that person because it has that kind of sound, you know. And yeah, and, I'm still sort of. I mean, I know there's like certain instruments that I keep um, keep at hand that I like to use, but I sort of rely on other people telling me that to to know that I'm still keeping consistent with my sound because I, mm-hmm. like, I keep feeling like I'm experimenting and trying different things. And well, I think that's part of it too, is even just, it's not even just the instruments. Like there's just, the, I don't know, certain little breaks you do in the way just that the tracks tend to evolve and have a kind of organic and eclectic, eclectic sound to them. Definitely um, sounds kind of signature. And, um, you know, we have you, I decided to want to do this interview today because we're going to be releasing two tracks with you on Vibe Digital, um, one called Undertow and one called Lost, which themselves are both like kind of different tracks from each other. But still, when you hear them, they have, you know, this like remnant.exe sound. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's there's definitely, uh, I like the duality between the two of those tracks. Yeah, I thought that's what kind of made it like a, a cool release is that they're on different ends of the, the spectrum from each other. Um, I thought we would talk about a little bit about each of them and then we'll preview them both here. Um, maybe starting with Undertow, uh, is there anything about that that you would like to say? Maybe like what inspired it or if there's anything you learned from it? Or... So I get... Um... Honestly, I don't I don't know where I get my inspiration from <laughs> uh, other than just like I'll sit there and start playing with something and load up a load up a synth and see where that takes me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember with that track, I think I started with the chord progression and then started playing with that little that little pan flute lead right. on top of it and had no idea that it was going to turn into like this super hard banger (laughs) (laughs) but uh that's just sort of how it how it progressed as i made the song Mm -hmm. but the what happens to me when i make my music is i hit a certain point in a track where it triggers something that i felt in a dream at some Mm. and i start to follow that path and i remember having this dream where i was being pursued uh, by some, some, it was like a, a, a dark 
uh, authority entity, like, like some, like some SWAT team was coming after me and I'm running through the streets and I ran into this house uh, to try to escape. And I go upstairs in this house and I go up into the attic of this house and I get in the attic and I'm stuck there. It's a dead end. And I hear these people busting down the door and they're coming up to get me. And I'm like, Oh no, how am I going to get out of here? <laughs> and like this switch flipped and I was like, wait, this is a dream. And all the walls fell away from the house and I started flying through the air. And like, oh, wow. that is the exact feeling in the, like, that break in the middle of undertow mm-hmm. uh, where uh, it's just like big, big cord stabs. Right. Flutey lead. It was just like that freedom that, right. that uh, flying through the air, nothing can stop me. So that's uh, sort of what I channeled in, in that song. Yeah, I definitely kind of, I could feel that kind of nothing can, can stop me feeling in that song. It's got this really big, really big build. And then when it hits like, you know, I, when I heard it, I was like, yep, this is one that we need <laughs> because it's just got that intense energy and that like get down feeling, which, which uh, I really appreciate. Yeah. And, and speaking of like going back to the thing about feeling confident about my stuff, I remember we were sort of uh, throwing songs around uh, trying to figure out what to release. And I remember that song, I didn't really put much thought into it being on this release and i was like hey by the way i just like made this thing uh maybe it's maybe it'll be a good fit but it wasn't Mm -hmm. like oh yeah i made this like you know made this for this yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so i'm really glad that worked out yeah you never know it seems pretty often that um there'll be tracks that you don't think are going to be the ones that are the ones and tracks that you think this is going to be it and the opinion doesn't quite fully land for whatever reason (laughs) So it just goes goes to show you never know and just kind of just keep putting your energy into things and putting it out there and see what clicks. So yeah. all right now let's we'll take a take a break here and I'll we'll play a little bit of Undertow. that's undertow this that's going to be the lead track um well it's going to be a two-track single a b uh, which is, should be coming out in the next few weeks you got noah b working on the artwork for it right yeah yeah he said um actually we were supposed to talk this weekend but i think he got busy <laughs> but um i mean we we already had a conversation i think he's uh getting some progress on that artwork yeah you came up with a certain kind of concept for it right or- yeah, yeah, we talked about like also based on, also based on a dream, I think. 
It was that one. Um, well, it was the evolution of the interpretation of the dreams that were part of the songs. So oh, okay. I guess indirectly so. Does, uh, does, does Lost also relate to a dream for you? Yes. <laughs> Interestingly <laughs> enough, that one, uh, that one like more directly related to a dream. Um, I, uh, the night before I started that track had this really, really strange dream about, I, I sort of woke up in this alternate reality and everything was in this weird twilight and I was in some sort of long-term relationship with some person that I, I've never met. I don't know. Uh, but in this dream, apparently I knew them and the dream sort of ran through this whole, um, the whole course of our relationship of all my friends meeting this person and like me meeting their parents and going to dinners and all this crazy stuff, but it was all in this dark twilight and everything had this really strange sort of fearful feeling in the dream. Mm. And I woke up sort of thinking like, wow, like I was just like sort of lost in some crazy alternate dimension just now. And right. when I started that track, it uh, that lead I picked, I remember it was uh, some sort of, I think it was a blocks instrument, reactor blocks. It just sort of re-triggered that feeling that I had <laughs> in that dream. And I just sort of went with that, just like this weird, dark, fearful, lost feeling. Do you, do you tend to write music in the morning right when you wake up for these things? Or does it kind of come back to you later as you're writing that these, these feelings just kind of return? It really depends. I mean, I, I generally like to uh, work in the mornings. Mornings are my most productive time, uh, which is really uh, sort of not the norm that I've come to learn uh, when it comes to producing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like between 9 a.m. and uh, 11 a.m. is like my, my prime, prime production time. Prime production hours. But, I mean... It really depends. Like sometimes I'll get up and I'll have that feeling from a dream that I just had, or I'll start working on a track and it'll trigger something I felt in a dream when I had as like a child. Oh, and right. go to that. So it really depends. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, yeah. Is there anything that you'd say that you learned from 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 writing this writing this track, or anything like new that came about? Um, well, this one, um, I guess with sound design, uh, it sort of showed me like you can sort of, uh, I don't really set out for any specific sounds. I know there's a sound in the, in the first drop of this track where, uh, I sent this to a buddy of mine and he was like, Hey man, that sounds like some, some crazy dark, uh, like cyberpunk wasps communicating with each other. <laughs> what? That is an incredible interpretation of that. <laughs> cyberpunk uh, wasps. <laughs> uh, and uh, I wonder if anyone else who listens to that uh, has that same interpretation, but I remember the sound he was talking about. I, I was in between 
classes at school one day. Uh, I was in a passing period. It was about 15 minutes long. I was in the auditorium and I pulled out my laptop and I was like, okay, I want to keep working on this song. I only have 15 minutes. Let me see what I can do. And I just opened up Serum and played around with some stuff and made that sound. And it sort of became like the signature of at least the first drop of that. Right. And I was, it sort of taught me that like, you can end up making cool stuff whenever, wherever, uh, without really thinking about it, if it's meant to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. If, you'd, if you're kind of just present and, and listening and not necessarily setting, setting out to write a specific thing, but kind of just transcribing maybe what's already kind of present. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. Well, let's take a minute and, and give everyone a preview of Lost. lost and um i figured we'd see i would talk about if there's any other tracks that you've got that are coming out i know you did uh you did a collab with dead crow that skeller actually opened up his mix with last time we did an interview uh how did how did that collaboration with with dead crow come about oh man that that collaboration i'm really happy that happened uh it was actually uh sort of I think it may have started in a stream in one of one of poets weekend streams. Someone was like, Hey, remnant and dead crow should do a collab. And then the, uh, the wave pool discord sort of blew up with like everyone, uh, petitioning both of us (laughs) (laughs) collaborate. And I was like, so I hit him up. I'm like, Hey man, like, you know, do you want to work on something? And he was totally down. Uh, and that track itself, um, the one we started working on, I had actually started uh, almost a year ago now. Oh, wow. I'd never done anything. And it was kind of funny. It was it was right after Dead Crow's uh, first uh, EP came out about, about a year ago. And I was like, oh, man, this is, this is really cool. I kind of want to make something in this vein. Mm-hmm. And I made a track, and it didn't really have that thing. It it was it was cool, but it wasn't cool enough for me to feel good about releasing. And when that collaboration happened, I was like, "Wait a second, this is what this track is for." So, I said, <laughs> no. and it turned into this super cool track. Uh, and I'm really proud of proud of where it's at. I'm really happy to uh, get that get that finished and 
uh, pretty excited about it. What was that like? Uh, how did that process of collaborating work? So you had the project and then you stem it out to him and he worked on it and you go back and forth or like, how did that process work for you guys? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how it worked. I just sort of stemmed it out where it was at. And then he, he's been working on it. And then, um, you know, there were a couple things. He was like, hey, do you want to make something with like that synth that you used? Because uh, we're, we're in different workstations. So um, I've sort of been making like parts of it and then sending them over um, in addition to the original stems. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been pretty, pretty smooth. Honestly, one of my smoothest collaboration experiences. <laughs> I think our, our styles and understanding of production work well together. Yeah, definitely. Is there anything that you would say that you learned in that process, in the process of working with him? Um, I mean, it just sort of reinforced my, uh, my belief that he's a really good producer. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, probably uh, one of the, one of the most skilled uh, mixing engineers and um, sound designers in the scene right now, uh, by my opinion. Uh, and I really... Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely want to uh, keep in touch with that guy. Yeah, shout out Felix. He's, uh, he's definitely a special kid and been working really hard for a long time. I see a, a bright future for the boy. <laughs> oh, absolutely. What's the, the plan? Is there a plan for, for releasing that collab? Or? Well, uh, we don't quite have one yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think we've just been... I mean, I know he's been uh, busy with his U.S. tour. So we're probably, now that he's uh, coming back from that, probably going to get that uh, polished up. Probably release it pretty soon. Um, definitely cool that uh we've been having skeller play that one out because uh you know that builds up hype about it yeah and uh, i'm sure also helps to you know continue to build up that confidence in yourself and to and to keep going exactly i was uh i was actually pretty surprised when i uh first when i heard it in skeller's mix and then when i saw a video of him dropping it at the cellist festival Mm -hmm. uh, i was like hey whoa like that's a track that I helped make. You're now listening to Five Digital.
speaking of confidence also just reminds me of, I think there's a lot of value in uh, in the in what accidental poet's doing with with all his streams and the fact that he has these submissions so that you can submit your track and then get to get that feed that like live feedback from people during the stream you know if you're a younger producer wanting to you know build up some confidence i think that's a really great great way of uh, connect, both connecting with people and uh, getting being able to you know get some direct feedback like live with people getting down to the same music together in a community setting yeah, yeah. I think I think what he's doing is uh, a really, really cool, uh, really cool part of this whole community, uh, and a really good thing to have. Because uh, I remember when when I first was getting into production, uh, back when I was starting high school, like six, seven years ago now, uh, mm-hmm. there was nothing like that, and. I I there I had no community. Uh I was just sort of on my own sort of you know trying to find my way. And it was really until um not until last year where I really sort of found uh my people. Mm. <laughs> um and the poet uh he he really um yeah, he's been he's been really good for for me and for a lot of other artists that, you know, probably wouldn't be as well known uh, without his support in the. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, been really, we've all been really uh, stoked on the collaboration of doing our, the vibe uh, podcast now with him because um, I mean, for a few reasons, but I think it's also extra great for whoever our guests are, if they have the opportunity to be live to, you know, not just see comments on SoundCloud, they get to get some, live feedback and sense of community from, from people listening to their mix and being, being stoked on it. And then we, you know, we could share it later, but it's them. Uh, yeah, definitely grateful for that. Working yeah, with him. Um, so you said you got started, you got started producing six, seven years ago. Yeah. I mean, and what, what kind of brought you into that and got you, got you going. So uh, when I was, when I was real young, uh, my dad got an iBook G4 and it had GarageBand on it. And I remember whenever he wasn't using that computer, I would uh, snag it from him and I would just be playing with loops and stuff in GarageBand, making like weird, uh, just sort of playing around with it. And then I sort of realized uh, in middle school that like it was... A, a digital audio workstation and that's how people like Skrillex made their music. So I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. I guess maybe I could try doing something like that. And I, I very quickly reached the limits of what GarageBand can do for me. So uh, I went ahead and bought Logic and really had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I like... I know music theory through learning the violin because I've since about third grade. So that's, uh, that's really the only like music teaching that I've had. And so I, I know how to write a melody. I know how to do a good chord progression, but the actual, uh, engineering and producing of a track I've had to sort of learn, uh, myself along the way. 
And uh, I found, I think the first community that I found was the, the, it was like knowledgeable producers on Facebook, uh, knowledgeable producers, Q and A. And that sort of showed me that there are other people on the internet who are doing the same thing as me. Uh, I saw for a while, I was like, Hey, I'm like this special, like young kid. That's like learning how to produce. There's nobody else like me, (laughs) you know, unique. Yeah. (laughs) And then I found like that Facebook group and I was like, wait a second, there are thousands of other people doing the same thing. And, uh, but I didn't really, um, I mean, the the whole remnant project uh, that didn't start until the fall of 2017. Um, I had known um, Ludacy uh, mm-hmm. through actually through a music camp that I went to back in high school. I met him once, and then we sort of stayed in touch through Facebook. And we I, I moved to the same city is him uh for college and we we started hanging out and in 2017 i i showed him some stuff i was working on because i was uh i was trying to make like some like edm stuff didn't really have a direction where yeah going and he listens to my stuff and he's like hey man like this is like wave (laughs) and i was like okay um What's that? What does that mean? <laughs> so he sort of showed me like this whole this whole world, and that sort of gave me the like you know there's also a lot of uh, really really good producers uh, like hundreds of them in this scene, and a lot of them are uh, you know they're just getting started too, and that sort of gave me my confidence. So I was like, okay, like I. I sort of know production now um, a little bit better than I did when I was first starting out. Um, maybe this is something that I could sort of fit into and mm. the rest is history. Awesome. Um, so you got any, you got anything else going on that you want to speak about any tracks that you're working on that are exciting you? Well, um, I've sort of been all over the place. I, I recently recently got um, recently got a recording interface, a real recording interface, uh, because I inherited sort of uh, an old Oberheim Matrix Six synthesizer that uh, my dad was just keeping in the garage and never told anyone about, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also a good uh, '90s Roland XP80 workstation uh, keyboard, and that thing's got tons of. Wow sounds in it yeah uh so i've been i've been playing a lot with those uh i've also been playing a little bit more guitar uh learning that i got a really nice uh nylon uh sort of like half steel string half half nylon guitar and that thing sounds great uh and i'm not too great of a player but i've been uh you know i've been starting to add that kind of stuff into some tracks uh, so I've been I've been playing around with different styles now that I have a little more recording capability. Uh, I made a sort of weird like new age jazz wave <laughs> uh, song. Yeah, uh, so, a little a little hybrid. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. It's um, 
I don't know when that one's going to come out, but I've sent it to a couple people and it's gotten some pretty good feedback so far because it's just sort of like a, a cool thing uh, in and of itself. So did, um, so you said you, you started learning violin and then you did production. So is learning, so learning guitar and maybe learning piano, is that something that's come after starting yes. production then? Like kind of inspired yeah. you to want to learn more instruments? Absolutely. Uh, I got my first MIDI keyboard, uh, I'd say around the time uh, when I got uh, Logic. So when I was, I was really starting to get serious about production. And I just sort of used the theory knowledge that I knew to, to teach myself how to play piano. Uh, I can't really read piano music, but I can... Uh, you know, noodle around and make it sound good. And right. <laughs> uh, guitar, I have uh, I have the finger dexterity from playing the violin. It's just uh, learning the the different the uh, different holds. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, and the and the chords and everything. And that's been, uh, I guess, if I practiced like every day, I'd get pretty good. But you know, I'd rather practice production every day. <laughs> right yeah definitely i mean and with you know piano and things like that since it's kind of you can kind of since you can edit things later in in the program you just kind of have to can kind of just keep listening until what sounds good and let that come out oh absolutely and then just you know edit it in post <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's another thing uh recording live instruments is uh, sort of shows you how uh, how skilled you have to be in timing because the the tiniest mistakes are noticeable, right? Uh, when doing that, definitely. Well, um, do you want to? Would you like to end on previewing one of those tracks, or should we uh, just wrap it up here? Um, yeah, we can we can preview uh, one of my tracks. Um, do you want to preview that hybrid one or is there something else you're working on that you're going to be releasing soon that you want to talk about? Oh man. Uh, well, <laughs> I also started like this crazy, uh, it's like dubstep, but like, like my sound. Okay. Dubstep. Yeah. <laughs> um, I started that yesterday and it's, it's not really like a fully fleshed out song. Mm -hmm. uh, I have like a minute and a half of it with a drop in there. Uh, so I don't know. We could uh, listen to that. Cool. Yeah, no, we can We can do that. Give people a taste of what's to come. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, I actually, I got I to gotta get out of here. But um, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. It was really great to hear and learn a little bit more about you and your process. And uh, we're... Really excited here at Vibe Digital to get to share your music with the world. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Great, man. I'll catch up with you soon. Thank you so much. All right, man.
different. <laughs>